Previously on Anything Goes. And it was straight people, heterosexual. They are the ones that are, you know, at a 49%. I thought last I checked, yeah. 49% uh, success like rate. So just under half. Uh, depending on where you live, are making a success of marriage. So that's really the biggest threat is that the straight people can't make it work. So, but is there any numbers on gay unions and the percentage? Well, it's hard to say because they haven't been around as long. Right. right? But right now they're they're trouncing it. Like, I, but, but again, we've only had ten years of it in right, Canada, right, so right. time will tell. But I, I'm, if I had go to go Vegas odds, I'm going to say that uh, the lesbian and gay community is going to uh, make make us look bad. Right. <laughs> it's going to yeah, make right, us right. heteros. They're right. going to school us. I have a, I have a good feeling because when you fought for something for so long, right. You know. And yeah. uh, and it's something that that is, is you haven't had your whole life. I feel like they're going to take it more seriously. You know what I mean? Maybe once it, they get married, a lot of lesbians are going to be. Like, I didn't realize what a cunt you were. See ya. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. It had to take marriage to ruin our relationship. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. This piece of paper. And now let's get to a new exciting show. From an undisclosed location obeying all their court orders, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? Fucking comedian. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Anything Goes for the week of November 13th. My name is Dave Martin, and beside me, as always, is Darren Frost. Uh, this episode, we are speaking to Wafik Nasarella. We recorded these episodes while Darren and I were doing the Calgary uh, Yuck Yucks Club. Um, and, uh, yeah, what else can we say? Uh, yeah, so we uh, we uh, bunker down in a hotel room. We're actually a condo. I, I don't I want to make it sound better than it is. And we uh, did like eight or ten interviews, and this is the first one that we did, and we were really happy with it. I've known Wafik for over twenty years. We started comedy roughly around the same time. He started in a smaller market of Ottawa, and I kind of started in the Toronto area. And we've kind of you know bobbed and weaved into each other's lives career wise over the years. And uh, now we are sitting down for the first time in a lengthy kind of discussion about comedy, and uh, we didn't really talk much shop. We we actually talked more about other things, which was uh, great. And this first segment that we're going to go to is uh, his time in Egypt. So uh, this is part one of our interview with Wafik Nazarella from Calgary. This is Anything Goes for the week of November 13th. And how long were you in Egypt for? Uh, about six weeks total. And is there is there stand-up in Egypt? I mean, it's a there is. question, but is there? Yeah. There is. We actually had one show booked, but... Um, there's the revolution going on again, and the Muslim Brotherhood have been like... Not the stand-up revolution of, <laughs> of the 80s. Some comics that, left a yeah. chain and yeah. started something on their own in Egypt, Yeah, they? this is more political, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, but they, they, uh, the, the week leading up to the show, there were like attacks in all the major centers and even some small towns. Right. And since they knew nobody from the Muslim Brotherhood would go to the show, it automatically made it a target. Oh, I see. So they right. had to cancel it right away. Oh, man. Like, it was just so random the way they were just doing shit you and know, if you would have you would have done that show um like who would you predominantly probably be performing for uh actually the surprising thing is i was supposed to be the uh the only english 
performer. Okay. And there's going to be a, a few other Arabs, but I, oh, okay. the people were excited specifically for me because I was English. And there's a lot of people, like so many people, man, that I didn't even realize lived in Egypt, like Europeans all over the place. Right, yeah. Like they pay them well to work there. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And there's but a, what about even expats? Like, I mean, yeah. military people too that are in Egypt. Is there military in, e- in Egypt? Or uh, no? The only military I saw, honestly, was like the, the, the Egyptian go- right, like, right. government. But, the, but the Americans don't have a base there or anything like that, do you think? Cause, I don't yeah, think I don't so. Know. I don't think they're very, the Americans are very well liked right now. Well, right, uh, yeah. okay, but what? how are they in Egypt? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that I don't think <laughs> Americans are liked anywhere <laughs> for the amount of fucking bases. I mean, they still have ones in Germany, Japan, yeah. you know, anywhere that they've, France, you know, Spain, you know, they have, I think they have military bases everywhere. Can, the Canadian, there's in. a Canadian one there, and that's yeah. the only one I know of. But I mean, right. there might be an American one, of course, right. with, yeah. you know, but yeah, like as far as I knew, it's the only Canadian. Now, what, what, what took you over there in the first place? Just a family trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then and then you just decided to attach some dates to it, and well, yeah, I was I was just talking to some cousins, and he yeah. told me he knew comedians, and right, and he could try to get it to work, and and it looked like it was gonna, and, and we were, all, I was really excited, like I had written a ten minutes that I could never do outside of Egypt, so I, I was really looking forward to it, but it just unfortunately never worked out. What was the ten minutes that you wrote outside of Egypt? Just about my my horrible grasp of the of the Egyptian language. Oh, okay. And how yeah. I say things that would make people who understand Egyptian laugh really hard. Right, right, right. right. Oh, well, yeah. just like your and I hate this term, but fish out of water. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Kind of, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it uh, because I swear I tell them like anytime I talk to them, I speak Egyptian like I'm five. Yeah, oh, it's okay. all broken yeah. up and <laughs> very I, slow. Yeah, yeah, I, I exactly. Think like, I think when comics go anywhere, and it doesn't matter like where they're going. There's always that part of like, oh, maybe I can do some gigs there. Exactly. First of all, yeah. <laughs> the first question is always like, oh, can I do some gigs there? And the second question is, how was the pussy? <laughs> <laughs> so how was the Egyptian pussy? Uh, <laughs> uh, covered, uh, <laughs> I think covered. Yeah. Safe to say, it, it was it being Muslim. It's really hard to see. <laughs> so covered. How do you? How do you? Because you did you we. Did a, a show last night, Darren and I. Uh, we did a show. Where where was that? The, the, the S bar. The, the S bar. Yeah, yeah. right? Wafik was on as well. Yeah, yeah, we won't go into details about the show itself, but uh, I, uh, you, you had a, a piece about uh, women wearing burkas. Yes. Yeah. And what's your own personal stand on on that? Um, honestly. Live and let live. Like, <laughs> see, I personally don't care if they're covered, but for identification purposes, where it's something that I have to be compared to, I have an. It's not an issue. I don't. It's a gray area for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't exactly. want to say no. You should have to take it off because I know I'm infringing on their rights in some way. But I am also worried about the idea of them then using that for other well, reasons. You know what? And you're absolutely right because I remember seeing some protests in Egypt with uh, the Muslim Brotherhood and the women were wearing the burqas and right. I didn't know if they were with them or not because right, right. There, there's definitely some women in burqas that were like throwing rocks at them sure. because they weren't part of that. I mean, at least, ones... at least the Nazis had an armband. Maybe exactly. if, they, if they wore burqas <laughs> in an armband and told them they're on our side or not, yeah. okay, you don't have to... I won't card you for smokes. Just take the smokes. You're over 18. <laughs> well, and they're all black, too, which is not very slimming, either. No, that's I right. sort of the one reason to wear black all the time is that... Uh, but what I, no, I I guess I'm very much of the, hey, live and let live, if that's what you do. And, yeah. But at the same time, I don't know, and I think probably because it's just tradition over the years and years and years, it's become that. But I still look at that as... A, a man repressing the woman. It is and totally. It, and to me, it's still a sign of ownership. It is of like I'm I'm the man. I own you. You're 
and and you break it down sort of in your joke by yeah. saying the man. Well, you you, you say he, it basically he's he. Wants his wife to wear it because he's he, like in, what he's saying is she's so beautiful he doesn't want other people to see her and lust after her. Right. He it's, want, it's almost it's, like the complete opposite of the trophy wife. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, but to me, that still seems like you know what I'm. I'm the insecure guy. Oh and my I'm god. Afraid that this woman who and it's almost that fear of just like. That like I don't want this woman to have any rights or any make any decisions on her own. Exactly. And so I, I have to keep her covered up. And but uh, I mean, if she chooses, I mean, I play devil's advocate. If that's the life that she wants to live, I mean, there are people that want to live like a gimp yeah, for their whole life. There's some people. You know? there, I mean, there are that's s- their personal choice. I hate to be so like so. You know, <laughs> yeah. They're either a gimp or not a gimp. But I'm just saying, there are people that want to when they go home and in the privacy of their own home, or even out in public, if they want to live a certain way as a crossdresser, for example, yeah. they can be a crossdresser and we don't we don't hold them against that they're allowed, so why is, they're allowed to decide that for themselves right. the women in the burkas parameters of how they want to live their life they generally the don't burkas do, do get to decide and it's just because it's such a it's a part of a why little, don't they why don't they yeah i think that they probably would not be allowed to by their men i think they're told to wear that yeah I think yeah it's a choice okay but i'm i'm i don't know enough about it but right. i'm wondering is i'm sure there are ones in your case drive, so i'm pretty sure that no they... i'm saying i'm saying uh, there's definitely what you're talking about i know that exists but i'm talking about i hate to say it like the more modern version of what they're doing I don't... in north america i mean in terms of they're allowed to drive uh not over there I'm talking here, the and ones that live yeah, here. We're talking are. about the, we're talking about the problem here for like all the controversy of them wearing it in this country and all the stuff that happened. Right. That's why I'm wondering about it here. Well, Over I, there, sure, they're going to live a certain way and all that. I well, know and, that, and, and I don't agree with by, that. Yeah, I, probably I'm just, not by choice either. That's I agree with. I'm talking here in North America. Is it? Is it? You know? Do they? Are they choosing to live this life because they want that? I, I think it's still a religious repression. Yeah, that yeah. Not and, and I about, and I but. think that it to, in to them like their mother tells them, you got to do what your man says. Right. Well, and, and I think it's sort of, yeah. I mean, yes, they're allowed to go out and shop. They're allowed to go out in public. They're allowed to go out. They're allowed to drive. They're allowed to do all these things. But it's this that it's that one dominant thing of just like it's kind of like uh, well, it's kind of like the equivalent of a wedding ring in in some ways. Yeah. But it's like no, you are going to wear that because uh, I I still don't want you to be desired by other men. Yeah. Which. I mean, hey, you can understand that if a guy's really worried about his woman running off or, or other men around the world. But I still find that sort of I'm going to take as much independence away from you as, as I can Yeah, a, a, as a man. And you are my property. Well, and that was the thing when we were in Egypt. There were two things that came up. Um, a lot of girls that wear the burqas don't want to. Right. OK. It is repressive and it's hot. I mean, in Egypt, it gets up to 40 degrees and, and hotter. You don't want to be in black, like sure, especially course. like yeah. draped over you. Yeah. And also the other part of it is they go from being just having to wear the the head thing. The I can't even never remember the name. Yes, thank you. And they only wear that, and then all of a sudden now they have to cover everything. And right. some of their friends are still only wearing that thing. And and they're like, why is she allowed to walk around? You know, like pretty much half naked mm-hmm. compared to me. Right. So, yeah. I just I What if the jab? That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. What's your name? Sarush. Thank you, Sarush, for correcting me. I'm always. I like to get those pronunciations correct because well, if yeah. I'm trying yeah. to make a point, then I'm yeah. going to get smacked in the face. But well, you, if you're going to try to make it the right point, you want to say it right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. No. Of course. Yeah. All right. That is the end of part one. Stay tuned. Uh, more with Wafik Nazarella after the break. This is anything goes for the week of November 13th. 
smoother than a stripper's area. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey there, this is Arthur Simeon. You are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Radio. Wipe off your face, we're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, uh, welcome back. This is Anything Goes. And uh, now we're going to be going to our second part of the interview with Wafik Nazrella. Uh, yeah, in this segment, we, uh, we mostly talk about, uh, we use the N-word a number of times in there, and I don't mean nachos uh, as the N. Uh, we kind of talk about uh, using shocking words up on stage and, uh, you know, when's the best time to use them and uh, what's the sort of, uh, just, it's, it's a delicate balance using, you know, racial slurs and swearing, and then we get a little bit into religion and comedy. And um, what else can we say? Here's the second segment. This is the second segment of Wafik Nazarella, Anything Goes. Now, what, uh, now, uh, like, tell us more, like, comedy-wise, it's, uh, now this, again, I'm going to sound stupid. Are these licensed venues, or is, is booze sold in the um, Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of places that do, um... It's really hard to find. It's really weird. Like, like hard to find what alcohol just in general. Yeah. Places? Yeah. Like the places that sell it end up being in the Christian neighborhoods because Muslims aren't allowed to right, drink. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and how at, big of a population of Christians are there in Egypt? I know you're not an expert. I'm just it, wondering it's, if you it's know. It's probably about maybe 9 million out of 30 million that are, are Christian. in Cairo. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, actually, no. Because 9 million out of the whole country and the population of Egypt is... Hundred and twenty-seven thousand million. So okay, that's a lot. Yeah, so, like, no, yeah. Third is Christian. Hopefully. Yeah, it's ten yeah. percent. Yeah, well, I think it said fifteen percent now. It okay, used to be okay. ten. That's more. It's going up a bit. Yeah, but yeah. you always. I mean, Christian doesn't necessarily mean like white. I mean, any color can be Christian. No, I know that. I just and mean. Muslim I mean, too. the yeah. idea of the alcohol. I was thinking, trying to figure it out. It's thirty yeah. percent alcohol would have to be much more available than than. Not. You can find it in restaurants and bar like like specific places but to actually buy it mm-hmm. it's almost like you got to go it's almost like you're buying heroin right. you're going down dark alleys and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah now yeah. are you gonna are you gonna come back to north america and build yourself as the egyptian comic and try to run with this thing or no nah, god you no. should you should just run with it that's it could be a hook <laughs> i don't know any other egyptian you comics do, you could do steve Wait. martin's king tuck closer that would be a, <laughs> yeah. a bit much but you I mean. could adjust for laughs like that well, i'm the only egyptian comic the one thing about all ethnicities except egyptian they all seem to support each other like i've worked with angelo sarukas the greeks go oh, out the in droves for him oh they're crazy yeah they're and, crazy and, for and it frank spadone he gets every yep. italian in ottawa to go yep. but when don't i don't pref- get me started with the french the french you know everyone in this country mocks quebec or, or hates quebec but the one thing you cannot take away from quebec is the fact that they support their own yeah their culture isn't dying while we're being absorbed by north america and being told that we're not anything until we're funny in la or yeah. new york they don't say that shit and you know maybe they go you're not funny until you get to montreal oh that's a car ride away yeah you know but that's you know, the reality of the quebec market they yeah. support their own. It's true. You're right. But they have, but I mean, but their whole, but I mean, but they, they have, and they're almost brought up in this. Is, it is us against the, the rest world, of, the rest of the yeah. country, yeah. if not the rest of the world, because they're not exactly French. Uh, they're like, it's Quebecois. So it's yeah. not like, 
you know the old story about the you know the can, the French Canadian soldiers and the French soldiers that meet in a in a bar and they have to speak English to each other to understand what they're talking about. <laughs> I've never, have, <laughs> never heard that one. No, that's no. like a, that's an oldie where because they're like right. a, the French soldiers sort of hear something that sounds French, <laughs> and, then and then the and the Canadian the French Canadians are like, oh, well, does something sound? And then uh, and then they finally are like asking each other where where the hell are you from? And then and then they have to speak English to get along with each other. And, <laughs> I remember. Is I that could, a joke or is that an actual base kind of on true kind oh, of no, truth? That's, it, well, I mean, it's an anecdote. It's sort of based. It's based on a truth. Like in World War II kind of thing. Like a heritage yeah. commercial? Uh, yeah. 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 A shitty heritage. I don't, know what, I don't know what point they're getting across in that Canadian heritage commercial. Just to, to increase the differences of yeah. like, look, see, they really are a separate society. I always say, you know what? The Quebec can separate. Just leave us Montreal. Yeah. You know, just we'll have a bullet train right to Montreal and back, and then that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Fix yeah. it up first, leave it, and then yeah. Oh, the bullet train? Or no, the... fix up Montreal. Oh, yeah. It's fucking yeah, falling yeah. apart, man. Well, that's a <laughs> story. But I uh, and then so when you, how many shows did you do in Montreal? I mean, in uh, fucking Egypt. You're we just, were, the just the one, and it got canceled. It got canceled. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess you can't even say that you perform there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's yeah. anytime you get a chance to put in a different country. On the list of countries you performed in is great. Now, in the last five or ten years, you've done more kind of international shows. Like you've done, you've been over when, in Europe, right? Yeah. And uh, and is that it, or have you done other places? Like have you done the, the, I, the Dominican, right? Uh, yeah, and then uh, but you haven't done like the um, like the Japan or no, the China kind of no. extension of the England kind of thing. Well, my paperwork is only for Canada, so like I even when I was in England, I kind of. Ran the risk of getting in trouble. Oh, I see. Right, so, right, right. Uh, now I've, I'm, I'm about to get my American paperwork, and I'm hoping that leads to other countries because right. I've heard of these guys that go to well, L.A. Well, it should lead to America. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, a couple of friends that got their paperwork to work in the States, and then all of a sudden I'm reading that they're in, like, you know, Thailand or, or Australia. Right, right, right. Well, I think it's the sort of thing, like, if you go over to London, there's so many European tours that are booked out of London. Yeah. And I think if it's, you could get, like, a two-week visa to go, you know, you know, Bangkok and all these other yeah, things. Like yeah, must be. And stuff like that. Yeah. Like, but, uh, um, and I, one of the bits that you did last night, um, it was the, uh, um, was the you got called a sand? Was it, you got called a sand nigger? <laughs> yeah, and then you break it down. Why don't we just use with the, the Jewish people the money niggers? And yeah, and I know, like, I mean, there is that sort of uh, there is that twinge of the old Lenny Bruce joke of if we say the word often enough, yeah. it won't hurt us. Yeah, I mean, you put a different, definitely put a different spin on it, and the fact that you know that that were you called that? Does that come from? Yeah, that, actually, that was an absolutely true story, and uh, I never heard that term until I did stand-up comedy in the '90s, and from another comic. Wow. I never. I mean, I lived a very sheltered life, but I never till almost. I'm talking like '98, '99. Wow. I've heard. Yeah. Of, I've heard some Americans refer to Canadians as snow diggers. Yes. yes. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know how to even take that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. In Toronto, it actually hasn't had a heavy snowfall in quite some time. But that's that's, that's I Western think, Canada, yeah. But I think that's like I said, the guy that came up with the nigger, that he came up with the most powerful racial slur ever, yeah. and that's why they they call Arabs sand niggers, and, and maybe Canadians they call them snow niggers, right? Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you like now, when you do a, a joke like that? I mean, the first couple of times you said the word nigger, it was like it's like <gasps> yeah, you get that from a couple of times from the audience, and then. But and it, I'm always like I, I sit there and I'm like, 
you do realize I'm saying this about me. Right. I'm not projecting it on somebody in the audience. Right. Or yeah. some. I'm not saying it to somebody that walked by me. It's being said to me. Like, and I actually didn't even hear it. Like, the story goes, my wife stops me and tells me. And, and she wasn't offended until he called our daughter uh, a sand nigglet. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's what offended my wife. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. I can, I can yeah. understand that. Maybe your wife thought that about you a couple times. Maybe. That's why she wasn't offended. She is, she's that's from Tweed. Like, yeah. You know what? Uh, this doesn't work out. <laughs> Will you marry me, Sam Nigger? <laughs> uh, Isn't that on the Women's Network? I think that's a reality yeah. show on the Women's Network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take this Sam Nigger, one of those ones. Oh, and then they have to introduce Are the, you smarter uh, than a grade five Sam? Yeah. Oh, it just goes on. And on and on. <laughs> probably no. No, actually. probably not. Probably what, not. What's the is now? Do you know what's the division between like rich and poor like in uh, in, in Egypt? Is it's it, is oh, it, it is absolutely. Or is it like, like a dividing? Is it like you are rich or you are poor, and there's a big middle class chunk? Or no, there's or no? no middle class at all. Uh, and how long has it been like that? Because I mean, North America has been in the last you know five or ten years been talking about the, the, the severe honestly, shrink in the of last the middle twenty class. years. Because I know I know my uncles, a lot of them were middle class, right? And they're now. Poor. Right. Like, right, right. I went to visit my uncle Michelle, and I mean, like, I love the man, but like, he lives in very meager, sort yeah. of like a, like, and he didn't before. Right. But the price of everything went up so much. Like, I mean, they only pay the equivalent of 26 cents a liter for gasoline, but everything else is ridiculous. Right. Like, I bought, I had to, when I was saying I was, I got the Powerade. It was twenty three do- pounds a bottle, and it's like half the size of the bottles here. Right. And to put it in perspective, yeah. A cousin of mine who works said, "Why do you drink that?" And I said, "Because I'm not getting what I need from the water, so we had to start drinking Powerade." And he says, "Maybe I should get that." And I said, "That's going to cost you a half day's work, because they pay they get paid fifty pounds a day." And just for everyone, you know, American twenty three is probably about twenty five or twenty six American, and in Canadian, it's probably about thirty two, thirty three. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I want that's to, dollars a bottle. Yeah, but the exchange with with the Canadian dollar being better, it only comes out to about four dollars Canadian, which is what it is in Canada. But you're getting a oh, big bottle. Okay. And, and, now, okay. The, the, back to the the nigger joke that you were doing. Um, <laughs> now, now, I just don't know. Okay, when you, okay, because then people sort of they let their guard down after the you know the third or fourth time you say it, and then they start sort of laughing at it, and they real and. But do you ever worry that when you do a joke like that, that do you ever? Because there's always those moments when a comic does a joke, you know, and you're sort of like, well, what part are you actually laughing at yeah. with that joke? Because you want to get, I know that joke is to get a point across. Yeah. But then also you're sort of saying this word over and over again. Then sometimes you might see people in the audience that are laughing at it. And, you know, if there's. But they might big... not be getting it. They may just be laughing at the fact you're saying the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. sort of like, but I mean, that's every comic sometimes thinks that even if they're attaching on, like, are you only laughing at the joke because I ended it with motherfucker? Yeah. Or, and would you have ended it if I just said, you there's know, a... asshole or, or dummy? Was it Richard Pryor? Somebody said that he stopped doing a joke because of that. He did the, he did the joke, and there's this one white guy that laughed so hard at it that he said, I don't like this joke anymore. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's the Richard Pryor. He went the, when he went to Africa, and he, you know, he's walking around. He was just like, you know what? There's, there's these are just, these are about just people. These are just black people here. And yeah. he kind of went back to, to America and said he's not going to use that word nigger anymore. Oh wow! But uh, but then I think you know later on he kind of brought it back. Like in. for me, I I can tell the difference between when a crowd is laughing what I'm saying, yeah, right? yeah, and laughing because I'm angry and shouting and screaming. 
Like there's a difference. They're of still course. laughing, but I know why they're laughing. Yeah. So you know when you do a bit like that. Um, you do run the risk of they're only like, especially I hate to say if you're in kind of a rednecky place, yeah. they might just be laughing at the fact. Oh, did you hear what he said? Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, oh, definitely. I'm I'm sure, but it, like, like, uh, you, you, you really happened? want them to get the point of it, but I mean, sometimes it's it's just about the laugh, you know? Yeah. yeah. But then I mean, then there's that dangerous part of it too, where you just sort of like. Uh, that you kind of want to remind people is, hey, just because I said that in a joke, that doesn't mean you could come up. Thank him up afterwards. Yeah. Hey, can I get a picture with the? You know, like, yeah, yeah. And that has happened and maybe once or happen. twice. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that happen to other performers. Yeah, who've used the word. Yeah, in their act, and then afterwards, audience members say that word back to them. Yeah, not getting that they weren't saying it's okay. You know? Yeah, no. Ex- but the problem it, is when you add alcohol to anything, everyone gets a little, yeah. you know, fucked it, up. It, well, yeah, <laughs> alcohol and, and a small mind. Yeah, so, yeah. Right, but and it's, uh, <laughs> but I mean, it, it is one of those things you, you kind of have to, you kind of worry about with it. Of uh, course, why are they laughing? But, and you know, whenever you do that bit, I'm sure when you do it in places like now we're in Western Canada, and there's one black dude in the audience, you'll watch. I'm sure every white person kind of look at the black person yeah. and see if they're course, laughing yeah. first. You know, like because that's yeah. that's human nature. Yeah. That's that's the because I, I used to use the word in, in a bit where someone said it to me. Mm-hmm. In front of another person. So I was yeah. just explaining what happened, right? And even though the joke was funny, uh, and even though the joke was, in my opinion, for the right reason, yeah. I dropped it because for me, it, it just, there was a period of time where white comics tried to say the word to get away with it. Yeah. Right? I yeah. And I was never telling that story to get away with it. I was telling the story f- for a different reason. But I felt that's what sometimes either crowds or, or other comics thought I was trying to do. Yeah. And I also saw it with my own eyes doing the bit and then seeing white people look at the black guy to see if they were laughing first well, I'll at be, me or his reaction. Yeah. Because sometimes when you say it at first, it's not the joke. The joke is coming later. Yeah, exactly. To justify it. Yeah. But when you first go through that minefield, the audience doesn't know. They no. just look at the guy. That's right. Oh, I, I know even still now, I think anytime I see a, a black guy in the audience, sure. I do feel weird saying it. I'm glad well, that you yeah. said black guy when you were explaining this. Right? <laughs> every time I see a nigger in the audience, I don't know if I have to do my nigger joke. Right. But, uh, but it's, it's uh, yeah, you do kind of get that sense because yeah. I remember in, uh, I think uh, there's like a joke I do about, you know, taking down your Halloween decorations. Yeah. And um, in Ottawa once, there was like a whole group of, uh, there was like about four black dudes at a table and it was maybe like my, one of the like white buddies but uh, might have been there too and uh, so I did the joke and they laughed hysterical but still the rest of the crowd was sort of like <gasps> and I had to actually go come on the black table liked it you're allowed to too <laughs> yeah yeah and then I always have to say listen uh, I'm you know, take down those racist decorations you piece of shit I always I try to back it up with that sometimes I forget but uh, <laughs> but it is one of those things and it's sort of like I mean like I had a I had a rape joke that I still believe in, mm-hmm. but, and I, there was, I was trying to make a point with it, but it sometimes well, crowds were sort of like, I don't, yeah, I, I would have to struggle with like, is this worth doing? Uh, is be- your point of getting across worth the sometimes it not working and yeah. then taking it the wrong way? Right. And then you sort of like, oh, I don't want to have to, like if I have to, if the only reason I'm making my rape joke my closer is because I'm going to get off stage immediately, and <laughs> <laughs> maybe I got to debate whether you know if uh, I should be able to you know go back to some relationship material even after I do it. But then it's uh, yeah, it, it's still a struggle where you have to think of a new way to introduce it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, do you ever have those moments of like, ah, oh, should I do this bit? Is this the right? 
Yes. Just... Oh, definitely. Yeah. There, it's. I we we all know how to play a room, though. You know, like sure. It, I mean, we we work for so many different people. I'm not going to name names, but and and they and it drives me crazy because I'll say, all right, this is a clean show. Don't swear, and you're like, but you know what? We know that going into the venue, we're right. looking at the people in the audience, and right. we're like, if I said fuck, it would turn them off. Right, right. And we know that, so we just know not to say it. Yeah, but, but you're assuming that they know you've been in it over 20 years and you know what you're doing. Unfortunately, a lot of people, regardless of who you work for, treat everyone at the same kind of idiot level. I've got to tell yeah, you every fair time. Enough. Yeah, and and not to justify it for them, but. They've assumed guys knew what they were doing 20 years in yeah. and then went in and said, motherfucker, yeah. fuck this, fuck, you know? And they're like, do I really have to tell a guy 20 yeah. years in? Yeah, that time I forgot yeah, to. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's true then. You're right. Yeah. But uh, but I think we on our own would just Absolutely. know that. Absolutely. Like, we see a Saturday early show, a lot of gray hairs. We're, there's a few things we're going to take out now. Right. You know? Yeah, it is that weird balance though because uh, – like I know when we had Mark Marin on our show, he was we were talking about dealing with older crowds and and you think that of all the history that they've seen, that you why why are we like you know these people were once in their twenties and thirties and maybe they thought a little bit more radically then too it's sort of like yeah. you know, why do like you know it's like why am I worrying about offending someone who's been through Hitler. Yeah, that's the old thing of just yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I mean, he's had it's like, oh wow, you people. Mark Maron said, oh, you people are so old. You remember when condoms were lace up, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, why am I worried yeah. about? Like, I don't cater. When I see old people, I'm, I'm automatically the manager will come over, and they'll say to me, you, there's a lot of you know gray hairs here. You know, do you mind toning it down? I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to because generally for my act, believe it or not, it's 40 and over. They kind of love it because they understand it's real anger. It's not just fake. I'm screaming yeah. about things that maybe should be screamed about. The only time in my history I ever actually toned it down was when they told me a 50th wedding anniversary was there. Yeah. And they called earlier and, so and asked if the show was appropriate. And they said yes. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe not no, accept that 20-person exactly. booking. I know it's money and everything, but, you know, and I actually felt conscious, even though I would be right to do my act, my attitude is like, I don't want to fuck up someone's 50th wedding. No, of course I don't not. want them to be at, like, 51 and go, hey, let's go back and see that angry troll yell cunt at us again. <laughs> I love you, dear. Remember when he called me a cunt? Oh, 50 was great. But I actually did feel like... Yeah, you know, I can't do this show like this because I think he kind of thought of a family member. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and it's it's something more. Their fiftieth anniversary for me was more important than the show. Yeah, and that might not be the the smartest way to do it, but I just didn't want to feel that guilt. Like I don't do fortieth birthdays parties anymore because mm -hmm. I get a lot of calls and they go, "Hey, you want to come and do my fortieth birthday party?" No, why not? Because you're a fan of me. But your family isn't going to be a fan of me, and your friends probably aren't going to be a fan of me. And I don't want to be there, because I've done it before, bombing at a 40-year-old birthday party, and yeah. you're the only one laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have those moments whenever, like, there's a, a bachelor parties, not so much, but when a bachelorette party is there, and if I'm talking to them, just because most of my relationship material is about relationships going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, you know, so you always do this. Well, oh, hey, maybe things will Good be different for you. For you. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with you. Or emceeing when you're going through a divorce and you got to talk to people who are just about to get married. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be together forever. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah, Good luck yeah with I that. thought that too. Yeah. yeah. We'll wait until she leaves the bathroom door open and you yeah. can be like, what the fuck did I marry? Yeah. You, know, yeah. It's like, Why you put your burka on when you're in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time. <laughs>
Yeah. It's like, it, 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 and it's sort of like, well, one of those things of just like, oh, yeah, fuck, I don't, uh, like, you don't, you do want to make everyone kind of in the crowd happy, but you got to know that's like, oh, I'm not going to start writing shit on the fly about, you know, oh, my wife is so great because yeah. whatever. Yeah. Now, I know this is radio and it's hard for uh, for people to know well, what you look like, but, uh, <laughs> no, but what I mean by that is because this is, this is going to affect this whole next few minutes. Because well, I definitely sound very white. Yeah, well, so right now, everybody's maybe, well, how is maybe. this white guy getting away? Well, with I want to talk. I want to talk about appearance, which is stupid because we're on radio. But you know, everyone look up his picture. Uh, we'll have it well, on, on the website. To yeah, on the website. But the, my main point is, and you've talked about it before, that sometimes people don't know what you are. Exactly. Right. Like because you're not like African black. I hate to say it like that, but you're yeah. not dark black. You're not white. So you're in that area of like, yeah, are you Egyptian? Are you, um, you know, uh, Arabic? From and then some even other then it, it's weird because I'm Christian. I'm not really accepted by my own country. The Egyptians, right. you know, like it's a Muslim country and that's the way it is. And right. that's whatever it is, what it is. But like, <laughs> That's always the one religion you want to kind of skirt around. Well, it's, uh, it's fine what they do. Yeah. I mean, we all know it's the, the fanatics. Like, and yeah. and well, that was course, actually the good thing about going to Egypt this year. I went there. I'll be honest. I went there closed-minded thinking that all Muslims are Muslims and then they're all like inherently evil. Right. But I saw... Did you, like seriously, you kind of were like yeah. I just thought a there larger was, portion of them are that exactly. way, and a less portion are the ones we see on TV going. That's just fanatics. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. But when okay. I got there and I saw that it's it's actually quite the opposite. There's a lot of live and let live Muslims out there. Right, right. That it was it really like I I feel like I should apologize to the Muslim community for the way I felt before because right. my eyes were opened by it, and and it was seeing the evil fanatical ones that made me realize that sure. there is there is a very big difference but i mean malcolm x thought you know all white people were evil then he went to mecca yes. worshiped beside yes. white people at mecca yeah. and came out and said you know what they're not all evil a, okay, a, we're, a we're, lot of militant blacks forget that part of malcolm x's life <laughs> where right. he kind of was like rescinding on as some of his more harsh thoughts but yeah. yeah we'll put an applause break after you said the thing my my eyes were wide open after that we'll put another <laughs> little applause <laughs> break for you but i mean yeah it's sort of right well i mean when malcolm x came back from mecca he was he became more of a humanist and not yeah. such of a uh, you know a black sort of militant uh, you know angry angry guy yeah <laughs> exactly but i uh, but yeah so when uh, so when you uh, when you actually started stand up you're but you, you know, I mean, you just said you were well, Christian, and that doesn't that doesn't really come into your act at all. It, it, no, I do a little bit. I mean, I, I it, that's. Are you it, still practicing Christian now? Yeah, very much okay, so. Okay. But uh, you haven't got it down yet. Yes, practicing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's an oldie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it's uh, I. It's hard to talk about. I mean, I see people. I, 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 I see people who go up and talk about atheist stuff, and sure. it's fifty fifty whether it's going to work or not. Yeah. You know, and and Christian stuff, I think, is even less than that. I actually think that it's more it's more edgy to talk about being Christian than it is to be. Okay, it's very interesting that you said that because uh, next week in Edmonton, we're interviewing someone who's a pastor and a comic, and we've tried to find for a long time to get even Leland Clausen on the show, but due to geography, for those who don't know, is a, is a Christian. He builds himself as a Christian comic. Mm-hmm. Um, we've wanted to talk to comics that are of Christian faith because. We've often said that before. It is, I don't want to say it's true alternative comedy, but it's easy to be the comic who goes on stage and goes, fuck religion. And I've even done five minutes anti-religion because some things that happened to me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't this simple, fuck religion, you touch boys, it's evil. It wasn't just that. It was something else. But it is the easier way in front of a crowd, especially in a bar drinking, to kind of bag on religion. Mm-hmm. To try to go the other way, it's, it is harder for sure. Well, people seem to lose a grasp of the fact that, like, 
you know, when, when they realize that, oh, well, religion is based on faith, and faith is something where you will almost sort of, you uh, you throw away all logic and you're just believing exactly. So it's sort of like whenever people go off on a rant about, hey, well, prove to me that God exists, and then someone's like, well, I shouldn't have to prove that God exists because yeah. it's what I believe in, and it's right. the, it's yeah. the faith in it that is supposed to pull you through to the other side. But it's just sort of like it. it there is a very you know, and I'm sure there are moments where I could be guilty of this, but you know this very libertarian side of uh, of comedy where you can you can go up and you can almost predict where the comic's going to go with something. If yeah. religion comes up, he's going to be these people are dumb. Yeah. Or if like weed comes up, it should be legal. Or if steroids come up, is let them do all the steroids they want. That's the Olympics I want to watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why you know I've always thought that like truly. Probably the most alternative comic would be a comedian that is like open about his faith, yeah, and can actually still make it funny to someone who's a crowd that is predominantly probably not faith based. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I thought Dane Cook did great with that in his last special. I don't know what what, how did Dane Cook handle it. Uh, He's he's very Christian, and he was playing. You you know his audience. I mean, yeah, sure, they're twenty somethings, and I never would have expected. Yeah, but I mean, his audience is depending what part of America. That's true too. Very Christian. Yeah. That's true. I don't know where they filmed the special, but yeah. he did. Like, if he did Utah the, I laughed. I yeah, thought it would be I, different. Yeah. If it was Utah, I'd make like, of yeah, course. that's balls. That's yeah. Mormon territory, you know? But, yeah, but, maybe. But, but I mean, but now tell me, because I don't know. I mean, I know Christianity breaks off into different sex, sections that are some people believe that the Bible is like the exact word of God. And that's just how yeah. exactly happened. And then there are some Christians that just believe, well, the Bible is just a collection of stories. And there's the underlying words of you know Jesus Christ. That yeah. That's what we believe in. And then there's all these stories that are just basically like metaphors for how you should live your life. Yeah. Right. So it's just, it's, uh, I mean, there, there are different, and, but you know what, there was like, um, uh, and, but it, I think that like Christians don't always wave their faith as much as some other cultures do in some ways. Cause it was, I saw a, I don't know about that. Well, okay. Just depending the, on where you live, I think. Well, depending yeah. on where you live, okay. There was that girl who yeah. got you remember that surfer, blonde, cute, blonde surfer girl. She was like, uh, I don't know, like fifteen or something like that. And she got her arm yes. bitten off by a shark. By a shark, yeah. And, and then they gave her, they gave her an award at some, uh, you know, the Teen Choice Awards. They gave her some bravery award. So of course, ironically, that her, the. The trophy was a surfboard too, uh, but she gets. <laughs> but she goes up and she's sort of like, I would like to thank you know the uh, the the power of God and Jesus Christ to get me through, and that place exploded. Wow! Like, with and yeah. you couldn't believe how, and and I was just like, wow, that's pretty impressive. But then it's also like. The probably the majority of the audience was like uh, early teens, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, you know once you get to maybe about you know sixteen, seventeen, then you maybe you start examining things over and yeah, over again. Yeah, well, that's exactly why it's free will, right? right? And also, that's the only time in the history of an award show I'll let someone thank God and be okay. That's fair. You lost your arm, really, Kanye? You did a good album, and thanks to God. I mean, that gets a bit much. <laughs> well, but you lose an arm, and you, he helped you get through that. Okay, that's fair. Well. I, I, mean, I like when people say, I thank God for giving me the talent to do this. Sure. Yeah, 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 sure. I guess so. But Or, or I, I like to thank God for giving me the faith to do this. 
But it's always that it's the old joke of no one ever. It's like God, God, where were you? Why didn't I win this award? Yeah. Over Green I, Day I don't or understand sometimes in in rap and that culture of thanking God first, but everything you're rapping about goes against everything the exactly. Bible <laughs> ever has said. Yeah, like it's if true. it's if it's Whitney Houston and she wants to thank God for winning, okay. Mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin, okay. Yeah. But Aretha Franklin ain't writing about fucking drive bys and dime. No, bags. exactly. That's right. Yeah, you know dime I mean? bags. Yeah, each other. I mean that's yeah. that's always when it's it's. Funny to me when they do that. That's why I, I use that of example. Of course, yeah. It's not, now, I don't know if this is completely true, too, but if, uh, but someone told me once that it's like the majority of the times when people are quoting like religion, rarely actually are they quoting the words of Jesus. They're actually quoting like some of the others, apostles and, and other, other yeah. books that are out there. Because everyone always says, you know, let's face it, Jesus liked hanging out with like whores and like prostitutes and poor people. Yeah, and uh, and you know he was the guy that was you know in the slums and he didn't trying to save them, trying to or, yeah, yeah or trying change to save. Or so change it's whatever. and it it is just that funny that like people that sort of uh, you know they're reading there and they're quoting from other people that sort of hung around with the dude. You yeah. know, it's sort of like oh hey hey I love John Lennon, but you know what Ringo said once? It was kind of like that sort of <laughs> yeah. equivalent. So yeah, but uh, and and so how do you how do you deal with it in your act or do you much? I don't really, it's, it's, to me, it's almost like making an abortion joke. Like religion is just, it's one of those topics you'll divide the room one way or another. Right. Yeah. And until I figure out which way to do it, then I will. I definitely want to, I want to for sure. But right now it's just, it's. See, I didn't know you were practicing Christian or very religious. I didn't know that. Well, it's hard because I'm sitting on stage fuckity fuck fuck. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, what I mean, I've known you for 20 years. It's not like you're preachy about it. It's not like someone's like, oh, fuck, I was stuck in the car with Wafik. Well, that's exactly it. You know, he told me I've been stuck with guys in the car that are like that. And thankfully, I can go go with that flow because like I'm I'm into it. But I would never subject somebody, you know, like, oh my God, look how beautiful it is today. God really blessed us. Right. And then somebody beside me, oh, fuck off. You know, right. like, I don't... I, All I, of a sudden you're at a bus stop with yeah. a ticket in your hand. Thank exactly. you, God. Get me on this bus. <laughs> the, but, but, that, but that's... Uh, but like, what wasn't, isn't one of the big things that Jesus always said was just like, keep, it, keep your religion to yourself? Yeah. Close right. the door and say your prayers in a, in, in a, a way. Like, you yeah. Know? Well, it's, it's sort of like... It, 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 can, I mean, that, can that be broadcasted more often? Just that part. <laughs> that part of the Bible. That's the thing. He's, can that uh, be on a t-shirt? I'll wear that well, t-shirt. I well, think people pick and choose what they want from the well, Bible a lot of yeah, times. Well, and, and that's I the, pick and choose when I go to Denny's. I get it, you know? Like, <laughs> well, it's, that's probably not the most evil thing about the Denny's menu, but that's one, the, <laughs> that's one of the evil things about the Bible is that people sort of choose yeah. what yeah. they want from yes. it. And, uh, you know, it's like, and that's the thing. It's like when they start teaching kids that, yeah. it's sort of if you get them at a young enough age, then they're going to believe... And, and let's face it, there's enough crazies out there that the minute they do something ridiculous and the world goes, what the hell did you do? Like, the Bible told me it's all right. right. Yeah. You know, like they kill a gay guy. It's, yeah. It says, you know, guy, gay homosexuality is an abomination. But murder is an abomination, even worse. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah. right. They oh, made God's top ten my, list, my you know? My whole thing like, is like, you know, I'm, I'm not religious. I don't believe in faith. But you know what? I pretty much you practice... Not believe in, in, you don't believe in faith? In, in most the standard ideas of faith, like a religion, organized religion, that kind okay, of thing. Okay, so... I believe yeah. there might be reasons for things happening. But what I mean is I pretty much practice the Twelve Commandments. Well, I think the ten. ten. I know. Okay. I, said, <laughs> I just didn't know where we were going. So. But I, I practice pretty much the ten. You know, I'm not going to kill yeah. someone. No, exactly. I, I don't steal, general. I don't. You know, these are things that you know, like most people who want to be good people want to live. Like I'm, I'm what they call agnostic, the yeah. fence sitter. And I've always said this to anyone, you know, religious. And hopefully, we'll get in this with the pastor next week. But my attitude is, if I'm only doing because they say you're going to go to hell, you're going to yeah. go to hell if you don't believe. If the only reason 
I'm believing is to get to heaven, then I feel that's a prize thing. Yeah. Right? And and if there is a true God up there, right, he will know the only reason I'm believing in this is because I want a prize, getting into heaven. Yeah, but it's a really tough prize to get, man. I mean, it's not as easy as you think. Yeah. My, my, one of my favorite things is whenever someone, like, uh, you can tell when someone wants to say, uh, like, shit or fuck, and then they say shoot or fudge yeah. instead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, did you think you were just putting one over on God? You don't yeah. think God knows what you really want to say? So that's almost sort of like, I think if, if you believe in an all-powerful God, he's sort of looking down going, just say shit. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Fuck it. Just you know, do it. Just say fuck. Kind of come on. Don't. It's not that big a deal. It, it will. The only thing my and I do have this in my act about uh, hearing my mom swear for the first time, and the reason why it was such a big deal that she did is because she t- quoted the Bible to us when we would say it and say it's written in Isaiah. God doesn't like a vulgar tongue. That's not to say you're not allowed to swear. It just can't be like, you know, abbreviation or, or punctuation or whatever. It just, it should be planned and specific. Yeah, like and if you're angry, you're going to say. Also, even back then when he said a vulgar tongue, the word fuck, shit, piss weren't around. No, that's true. Right? right? So when, if you want to really, you know, heed the Bible, it's the words back then that were around then yeah. that were considered vulgar. Maybe famine was a, a horrible word. That's that's yeah. my, my point. Or, maybe, or actually, maybe when it was originally written uh, and they later took it out it was a uh he doesn't like a vulgar tongue at the dinner table (laughs) hey dude if you're at the woodshop i understand yeah you you lose a finger fuck this yeah you 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 hit your thumb with a hammer you're gonna be like (laughs) pass the fucking peas you go wash your mouth out but yeah yeah. Yeah. hey don't sit down before you say that okay yeah the what now you uh you started off in uh ottawa yeah and uh and so with um what was it? What now? What was it like? Did you ever feel like? Uh, was there like a pressure to at the beginning of to do sort of like you? you I don't know, like not necessarily race based material or just uh, how did you? How did you first deal with the fact that you were uh, Egyptian and and obviously you you know uh, uh, well, on, be, on a be, show of like uh, six other white comics? Yeah. Well, the the thing is, I had I have the luxury of sounding like this definitely, right. but. Having a name like Wafik and being brown, yeah, and, and that's all I would ever do is I wrote one really quick joke about my name, and then I could say whatever I wanted after. That's yeah, what yeah, I felt. The, the elf yeah. in the room, you got over exactly. it, and then you're exactly. right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, I dress Wafik, it's Egyptian, and here's and a funny joke about eye, it, and I go you on. You dress your eye very yeah. quickly because obviously people would notice that. Especially back when I first started yes. when I wore the glasses like bubbles. Yes. And, and not these. Yes. Yeah, I was wondering about that because I was, yeah, I yeah. remember it being far more prevalent yeah it was they were so big i had to all right that was uh our second segment now we're going to take a break and come back and wrap up our interview with wafik nazrell and the show this is anything goes for the week of november 13th show me on the dial where the bad man touched you this is anything goes with darren frost and dave martin Uh, hey there, this is Dave Hemstad. You are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM. Better than crack whores. They never stay the whole hour. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, we are back from the break. This is Anything Goes for the week of November 13th. Uh, if uh, you're just uh, tuning in now, Darren Frost and I, we sat down with uh, Wapik and uh, 
uh, Calgary. Uh, we did some interviews there while we were doing the club. Uh, this last final segment, we talk about uh, Wafik's vision, his eye patch, and self-esteem and other bullshit like that. Um, but uh, here we go, final segment with uh, Wafik. Okay, this this is um, uh, this is still dealing with your eye issue. Your eye. <laughs> I don't mean to say eye issue. You've, you're comfortable <laughs> with it. But uh, how much can you see out of that one? Nothing at all. No, nothing at all. Left, yeah. Now, why do you do the glasses and not uh, this, a patch? The, the a patch. Why don't you just wear a patch? <laughs> well, my vision's really, really poor uh, too. Yeah, so. Right. And you've only got how much in the one eye do you have? Twelve, twenty, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I just I was on a film set recently, and there was one of the ads was just like, uh, she, like you know, from I'm not gonna say from a distance, but I mean, she was a cute looking girl. But then when she would turn and look at you, like one of her eyes was almost like almost sealed shut, and it was like really kind of wonky. You could barely actually see her eye, mm-hmm. and but I mean the other one was fine, and I there's a part of me that would be like, why aren't you wearing an eye patch? Yeah. There was always a part of me that wanted to say that because then it's just, it is that sort of like, well, why? Yeah. Why but she's comfortable enough. Distract- yeah. yeah. no. She's but why can't you be hotter for Dave Martin? Really, no. this story <laughs> is about no. why can't you present yourself hotter for Dave Martin? Not to present herself hotter yes, for me. Yes, present herself. Okay, yes. well, I'm talking and that's, but, okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, no, it's just sort of like, you know, why give people the opportunity to stare at something and have them to get get over it? I mean, not But that's like, their yeah, bag, not exactly. hers. Exactly. Yeah, I know, but it's... That's but your I'm, thing to get over. She's fine with it, but then it's sort of like, I don't know, I would wear that's, an eye That's patch. no different than, hey, why well, let's keep all the blacks away because I'm not comfortable in seeing black skin. I don't... Well, not exactly the yeah, same thing. Yeah, that's their bag, not, her, not, not the people <laughs> who you're talking about. <laughs> it's not the exact same thing, but I'm just saying, if you had... If there was one... Th- and pro- probably if you asked this girl, hey, would you like your eye to be normal? She'd probably be like, yes. Sure, well, of course, course you would. Do. Of course mm-hmm. you would. So then, why give people the uh, like, so cover it? Because I've got a problem with it. No, I don't personally you have sound a... like it. You sound <laughs> you sound like you wanted their phone no, number. No, I, I know didn't. Dave Martin. Here's what happened. <laughs> no, He's I like, don't, wow, don't. she's cute. Then she turned around. Oh my god, I'm not getting that phone number. <laughs> well, that happened once at the Calgary. Uh, <laughs> but um, but no, I, I was just I was just, I kind of always wanted to say I was like, why don't you have an eye? Uh, why wouldn't you do the eye patch thing over and then just so people don't have to deal? So with... So she can hear pirate jokes for the rest of her life. Uh, well, better like, better than you got a weirdo eye jokes. But I wonder how many people would have the balls to go up to maybe like two people. I think probably Dave the Martin same people and that a would drunk do, Dave Martin. I think probably <laughs> the same people that would do pirate jokes would do wonky eye jokes. I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> I right. don't think so. Uh, what uh, and and would you uh, and, and and what are your plans now? You're in Calgary, and then so do you, you base yourself out of Ottawa? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I really do. I know I got to move to Toronto. It's just it's. But do you think you need to move to Toronto? I mean, if you're going to be into more internationally based, how much it's in fair Toronto? Enough, but I mean, like, maybe I should just spend more time in Toronto then. Like, I, I know, like, that's where everybody, everybody I mean, goes for, to. The reason I ask you, it depends what your life is. I mean, if you're, yeah. you talked about your daughter being in Tweed, which isn't in Ottawa anymore. So it's really what, what's what's motivating you to stay in Ottawa. If you've got friends and, and a life, then moving to Toronto, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Toronto is very much a young man's game, like the 23-year-old who wants to bang it out nine times a week, you know? doesn't always mean you have to chase it. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm just wondering. No, that's, I think that's is. what I'm trying to get into, though, is get on stage nine times a week. Yeah, then you got to move to Toronto. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, what, uh, so have you, I don't know. I don't have a question. No, now. okay. Well, we, I know that we've we've run all, way past our time. We're at the 46-minute mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, um, we'll probably have to get rid of all that, uh, the N-word talk anyways. Bullshit. If we're getting rid of anything, we're getting rid of the eye patch uh, <laughs> thing <laughs> that we 
I've never the really part where it. you didn't look across too well. Why can't she cover herself for me? No, that it's part. Not, I don't want. I just I want her to do whatever makes her comfortable. Like I'm like just, just live life. <laughs> yeah, no, and if she's comfortable with it, go for it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, there's a lot. You know, of what that. you needed to. You should have sat her down. No, I'm you should have said. Do you know, people stare at that thing. <laughs> well, here's an she idea. Knows, she knows that Get a little piece of fabric and put it over that eye. No, nobody that's the, will stare. That's at you the again. thing, though. Like I understand what you're saying, but it's more if 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 she's like, why does everybody stare at my eye? Then then she should put an eye pack. Well, right. Uh, okay. Right. No, but she knows that people stare at her eye. But like, why do people get moles removed but, and things like that? And why do people get like uh, like nose jobs or anything like that? If if someone's if 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 she's not if she's uncomfortable with it. She can uh, get do whatever but she that's wants. That's the thing. But if she's, if she's not uncomfortable, a, she, she's obviously I never couldn't asked be. Her if she was uncomfortable, she couldn't. She wouldn't be because she's right. She hasn't she's not covering it. But I mean, but if but if you had a big sort of a birthmark right here on the side of your face, and you were talking with someone, and you always noticed like while during yeah, the conversation the eye, that their eyes would start moving yeah. to the birthmark. After a certain point, you're sort of like, like, well, I'm okay with this birthmark. Yeah, but my yeah. tits are up. Uh, my tits are down here. My sort of. Yeah. Up yeah. Here. yeah. Well, I mean, women get breast reductions, and some of them don't always do it because their back hurts. Some of them are like, I'm tired of people staring at my tits all the right. time. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's like, hey, if she's comfortable with it, go for it. Leave it on. Or, or don't, you should just go up to women with giant on. jugs. Have you ever thought about getting rid of those things? Uh, I would never do that, anything. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, if people want to get a hold of Wafik, uh, what's the best way? Um, like website or Twitter? Are you on either of those things? No, <laughs> I really, I really took the going independent uh, badly because uh, Facebook, yeah, I Facebook, guess is the easiest so, way. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to get name. a website up in a couple of weeks, and then okay. hopefully by the time this goes to air, maybe. yeah, this is going to air in a couple of months. So have yeah. a website because so. what we'll do is at the end we'll do a wrap up of like, and if you want to yeah. get in touch with Waffle, yeah, he website. does have a website now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and definitely like the 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 Twitter thing is. Because you'd be amazed how much that, like, you know, people would, if you, I mean, would you, do you bill yourself as the Egyptian comedian? No, that was a joke. I know that. that, It's part of, it is definitely part of my bio, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, like now, you know, when people go and they're like, hey, they're using as now, I'm the uh, African comedian. Yeah. You know, and it's like they take shots in African outfits and they're holding (laughs) a spear and ah, like that. That's what I was saying. Right. But there's nothing wrong with it. I know there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm just saying it's sort of like you'd probably be surprised at if like, uh, I mean, if if uh, someone typed in uh, Egyptian and comedian and you're the only name that came up, that's not a bad thing. No, it's no, not. But no. I mean, I would Unless really they hope hated Egyptian comedians. <laughs> be, uh, hey, how about that guy over but there? But I would I would hope that that wasn't the reason why they'd bu- book me because I don't talk about being Egyptian the whole way through right, my act. Right. You don't have to actually. That's probably the thing, though. It's like. It's, uh, you know, I mean, anyways, I, I was going to no, say, no, how that's often does point. Russell Peters talk about being East Indian? And then I was like, oh, well, probably quite a bit, actually. <laughs> so, uh, but so it's like, uh, we'll, uh, you know, uh, uh, get the website thing done, get yeah. on the Twitter thing. Yeah. And people can oh, find I'm on you on Twitter. Facebook. I'm on Twitter. At, oh, you're on Twitter. At, at the, Twitter. the underscore WAF. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. There we go. All right. Well, that will be attached to this episode. And, uh, yeah. and, and thank Facebook. you very much, uh, Wafik. Thank you for having me. How yeah, often, how often can I say the word nigger in so many? Uh, <laughs> and still be okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank, yeah. Thanks a lot for hey, having me. No problem. Out, man. Thanks for having me. All right. That was the final segment of uh, the little interview that we did with uh, Wafik Nasarello from Calgary. Uh, what else can I say? I'm going to throw it over to Max. He can give, he'll give you all the, uh, the intro, uh, and please, uh, go back to the iTunes and, uh, just type in anything goes on Sirius XM. You can listen to some of the latest interviews that we did with, uh, Mike McDonald and, uh, Jesse Joyce. And, uh, next week, uh, we're going to be, uh, talking to Kevin Stobo.
All right, and if you have a chance, you can go to my website, ComedyHorror.com. All my tour dates are there for my fourth DVD release, Emotional Terrorism. Uh, this weekend, I'll be in uh, Halifax, and the weekend after that, St. John's, Newfoundland, and on New Year's Eve in Ottawa at the Yuck Yucks. So if you want to see The Angry Troll, uh, you know, say goodbye to 2013. Please check it out. And that is the show. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and check us out next week. That's it for this week. Anything Goes wants to thank Victoria for producing the show and George Westerholm for the music used. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Comedy Whore at Dave Martin World. Download new episodes every week on iTunes. Join the Facebook group and follow the show on Twitter at Anything Goes Hot. Anything Goes hopes you laugh, cry, and learn something. Come back next week. And until then, take it easy. <laughs>